and welcome back to Midwest Madness, your true crime cult conspiracy encrypted podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Danielle. Sorry, I was cleaning a fuzz off my microphone. You're fine. Um, May. Holy shit. Yeah. How? <laughs> and this is what we have. Well, to be fair, it's still April. I told one of my coworkers the other day. So cold. You know that saying, March comes in like a lion and out like a lamb or in like a lamb and out like a lion? Mm-hmm. I was like, um, yeah, March came in like a lion and out like a lion. And we're still not getting the lamb. No. It, I mean, we were teased with like three days of beautiful weather and then it went right into the crapper. It's just like, uh, I don't, I'm not even asking for 70s. I'm asking for 50s. Right. And maybe some sky. Sun. That's not gray. I know. I'm I like, saw some this morning. Yeah, it was sunny this morning. And I was like, I, was like, oh my I haven't God, seen no the way. sun in like six days. Oh my I God, swear the sky is blue. <laughs> and then now it's completely cloudy again. Anybody who listens from like the Pacific North is going to be like, yeah, yeah, we get it. I don't know Shut how up, you stop guys talking. <laughs> I always kind of thought in my mind, I was like, oh, you know, I probably maybe wouldn't mind that kind of weather. And then now after this year, I'm like, no, I need vitamin d my skin has never been so pale and you look like me when i'm tan (laughs) yeah like i just don't feel like myself you know it's like that you're not you when you're hungry emily's not emily's not emily when she's pale (laughs) (laughs) that's really funny well and it's just one good day in the sun and it's so funny because like i have a really faint line from my watch from my trip Mm -hmm. and i just sometimes i look at it and i go oh Wow. I I can get a different color. <laughs> yeah. Five days was all it took. So, I don't know. If you have friends in Minnesota, check on them. Yes, please. <laughs> I'm not doing well. No, we are not. <laughs> oh, it's been brutal. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't think we really have anything else to talk about. No. No. Sadly. I don't know if people like when we talk in the beginning or if they like when we just like get straight to the point. I think you're going to get 50-50, you know? Yeah. Some, because I, there's a podcast that I listen to that sometimes their episodes are like two hours long and I like it, but it just feels really daunting sometimes to be like, oh my God, this is a fucking two hour episode. And it's because they're both so ADHD that all of a sudden they're talking about like their forks and you're like, what the fuck? How do we get on this? For me, I'm definitely more the person who likes when they get straight to the So you're point. more like a dateline, less like a two oh. friends doing the podcast. Yeah, I don't listen to. Yeah. Okay. Like, the, I stopped, I literally stopped listening to My Favorite Murder because they talked too much at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped listening to them too, but for other reasons. Um, so. Yeah, so I'm like, straight to it. And, and then, if you're going to talk, then I'm just going to... Yeah, there's actually... The one that I'm talking about is And That's Why We Drink. And they do... They post theirs on YouTube, too. So they do, like, video. Mm-hmm. Because someone was already posting it onto their YouTube. And there's literally somebody in the comments... That will say, like, skip when they start. Skip forward to yes. blank, blank, blank yep. and to get and, to the story. And so Em and Christine make jokes about it all the time where they're like, oh, yeah... So sorry to the person who listens and now has to tell them again that it's not this time, but it's this time because so we're funny. still talking. So we don't have someone like that. Could you imagine doing video? We'd actually have to like 
look presentable. presentable. <laughs> like I haven't showered in like four days right now. I honestly can't tell. I like really? your little tiny little braid in your hair oh. that you keep playing with. It's real cute. Thanks. And I will be doing that to my hair eventually. I put that in on uh, Friday. You and Allie are how I stay young and hip. <laughs> Allie is how I stay young and hip. Yeah. Well, I don't see Allie as much as you do. So you see it from Al and I see it from you. <laughs> it's Yeah. I've been hanging out with Allie and her friends a lot more like, like lately. Yeah, I've noticed. I'm a little jealous. They're um, fun. Yeah, but I've never drank. So I haven't drank <laughs> as much since I was like, like 23 or 24. And they're only like... Sunday fun day, baby. A year two years younger than me. But they're just like so and such. They're fun. Like it's good for me because like I... You're not turning into a grandma. Yeah. I would, right. If I wasn't... I would just be sitting at home by myself doing nothing. Right. So it's good for me to like go out and be a human being and like yeah. actually do stuff yeah but at the same time i'm like oh my god poor <laughs> <laughs> liver so i need a detox yeah it's kind of funny but they're fun to hang out with him yeah they she that was one of the things that i took away from the wedding too was like i am you know i'm six years older than al so i'm five to six years older than all her friends and i never felt unwelcome yeah and that was really refreshing because i was very worried about that because I'm like, I'm, I'm boring. Like, let's be honest. Like I don't drink. I don't, I've never done any sort of smoking of weed or, you know, taking any weed. So I'm just kind of like, you can tell because you said taking any weed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, I meant like, I didn't eat, no, I, I didn't know. do edibles. edibles. I didn't yeah. do smoking. Like I just, I'm so boring. I'm like, I hung out with people that did, but like they never pressured me to, which I'm incredibly grateful for. But you know I, I'm just boring and they're so fun that I was like really worried that they're gonna be like oh she sucks and like just kind of leave me on my own yeah. and that never happened so yeah, they're great yeah if you guys are listening really grateful you guys are great yeah you are but and Al, you can tell your friends that my poor bank account in my liver <laughs> you guys need to <laughs> slow down <laughs> we need a night in yeah. I know God. this Friday they're like let's do a slumber party and I'm like yeah like great <laughs> You're like let's not so i don't die i'm like oh. man you gotta be on baby watch for the next couple of weeks here you got mm-hmm. a friend that's getting close yeah and it literally could happen any time now i know watch it be when we're in cloquet next weekend oh my god <laughs> that'd be so sad well um, you're not gonna be able to go into the delivery room anyway no obviously so. but we always joked we were gonna tailgate <laughs> that's i we're gonna bring bags boards <laughs> just like hang out in the parking lot if you do i will come and support 100 uh, percent. i'll bring you i food. don't know if that's even like allowed i mean what can they do tell you to leave so then yeah. you just go across the street yeah. <laughs> like what are they gonna do <laughs> go to like a brewery around there somewhere? oh my god that'd be so cute yeah. we'll see but i'd support thanks <laughs> okay so if you um we'll put in the comments when you need to skip forward to <laughs> no we won't <laughs> that sounds like too much work <laughs> Then we'd have to actually listen to the episodes. Before oh, they my out. God. Uh, okay. <laughs> go ahead. Danielle's going to go All right. Now. So you m- might know my story, but I was listening to an episode of Snapped the other day. It's a TV show, too, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, that's what I was listening to. I don't... Oh. When I say listening to, in that case, I was listening to the show, but I wasn't actually actively watching. On Discovery Plus? Yeah. No. Or, uh, no, 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 no. It was a rerun. It was a rerun on TV oh, okay. when you guys weren't at the house, um, and I was home by myself. I just kind of like popped something on and was doing homework. I don't know what I was doing. I was doing something, but I was on my computer and I was like listening. And then they said Sock Rapids, Minnesota, and I went, "What?" 
So then I started over and decided this was my story. Okay. So it's the story of um, Angelina O'Mara. Nope. Okay, so our story starts on November 1st, 2011 in Sauk Rapids, Minnesota. One of the tenants of an apartment building had called the super to complain about an odor, which I can assume you know means nothing good is going to happen. Yeah. Because this is a true crime podcast. Um, so the super goes into the apartment of James Kelly O'Mara and unfortunately finds the body of James. James, 43, was known as a fun-loving man who was happy-go-lucky but with a little bit of a drinking problem. He and his wife, Angelina, would often drink together and get into fights, so things were not great for the family. Um, in the Snapped episode, they called him James, Jim, Jim, James, Jim, and Kelly. Like, his family called him Kelly because that was his middle name. So, I usually just call him Jim. Okay. Um... So, Jim, Angelina, and they had a daughter, Juliana, who had been born in 1997. So, in 2010, Angelina met a man named Michael Pies online. And Angelina ended up getting pregnant with Michael in the fall of 2010. Angelina had told Jim that she was going on a girls weekend one weekend in November, but really she was spending time with Michael. That Sunday, she had come home with Michael in the car and told Jim that she was pregnant and it was time for him to get out of the house. According to their daughter, Juliana, Jim had wanted to try and work it out, but Angela was not interested. Or Angelina, sorry, was not interested. So things are already a little bit messy. Yeah. Uh, Jim, so now that's why Jim is living in the apartment building rather than with his wife and daughter. So they were not legally separated uh, by divorce, but they were not living together. After a few months of tension, Jim and Angelina had decided to try and put bad blood behind them so they could be friends because it'd be easier for them to co-parent their daughter and it'd just be easier for their daughter. As you can imagine, having parents going through a nasty divorce cannot be easy for the kids. No. After police arrived at Jim's apartment, they found him on the couch with a pillow over his head and two gunshots in his head. Oh. Yeah. When they entered, police also found that nothing seemed to be out of place except for some fast food wrappers on the floor and some beer bottles next to them by the couch that he was sleeping on. Or laying on. I guess he's not sleeping anymore. Sorry. Uh -uh. <laughs> Yikes. My bad. The door was fine. There wasn't any disarray. And police said that he had been killed while sleeping on the couch. So, okay. No forced entry, you mean? Correct. Okay. Police talked to a neighbor who said that there had been a woman who'd been at the apartment on Saturday morning. Um, and she had said that she was there to drop off a burrito for Jim because he was going to be hungover from the night before. I wish someone would drop me off burritos. There's this really great thing called Uber Eats and DoorDash. <laughs> they will drop you off a burrito. Yeah, but we'll get it. No, I can tell you about it later. But <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> so the police. Okay, sorry. I already said that part. Um, she couldn't get into the apartment because Jim was not answering the door. So she asked the neighbor if she could borrow a, uh, what is it called? Um, not a sharp knife, but the kind that you put like peanut butter, butter knife. If she could use a butter knife to try and pry the door open. But that did not work. So she had come back and given the knife back to the woman and said, 
sorry it didn't work thank you for helping me but i'm just gonna go Police connect with Jim's family, and when they ask who they thought might have killed Jim, they all said Michael Pies. So Jim was the youngest of, I think, five, and so he had four older sisters. Oh, wow. And so all of the sisters and his parents all said, we think it's Michael Pies. Jim had told his um, next oldest sister, so the youngest of his sisters, that Michael had been threatening him and telling Jim to stay away from Angelina, who sometimes spent the night at Jim's house when things were bad with Michael. It was alleged by Angelina to Jim that Michael was abusive, and so he opened his home to her because he still loved her despite their rocky relationship. Jim's sisters tried to get a hold of Angelina to let her know about Jim, but instead they can't get a hold of her and find out that Angelina's two daughters have been living in their home by themselves. So she had a daughter with Jim and she had a daughter with Michael. Did you say how old they are? At this point, Juliana is 12. They're okay. And she was taking care of her almost two-year-old sister by herself. Jesus. Yeah. And Juliana said in the snapped interview that um, her, she had told her best friend, like, I don't know where my mom is. I haven't seen Michael. I don't, I haven't heard from my dad. And she lived, she didn't live in Sauk Rapids. They, I think they lived in like Rice, which isn't far. Right. But I mean, she's 12, so it's not like she can like drive over there and see her dad. Yeah. So if he's not answering her phone, she's like, well, I guess he's just busy or he's sleeping or whatever. And so her best friend's family ended up taking her and her sister in. That's terrible. I know. Isn't that just so sad? Like she's like, I have no fucking clue where my mom is. Yeah. And you're 12 that's like sixth or seventh grade right that's so little yeah so um police put out an apb nationwide looking for angelina's car it was a gmc in now we're gonna hop to wisconsin okay so in ashland wisconsin a police officer had been called to a small family-run motel to deal with a disturbance the owner's daughter needed help with an unruly client who was insisting on adding more days to their stay. But since the parents weren't there, the daughter couldn't do that. She's like, I, I don't have authorization to do that. I don't know how to do that. Like, I can help you if you need, like, paper towels and toilet stuff, like, that kind of thing. But I, I can't do this. And the client got kind of, like, agitated and was being kind of hostile. So she ended up just calling the police because she was like, I need backup. Yeah. So the Ashland officer talked to the client who was Angelina Omara and she and said that she seemed stressed and stressed and frantic. Angelina then got into her car and drove away. When the officer ran the plates and saw the APB, he called the Sock Rapids police and found out what was going on. When asked about Michael Pies, he told the Sock Rapids police department that he'd only seen Angelina. So she'd never he'd never seen a man with her. Okay. They kind of fill him in, and that officer goes back to the motel to talk with the owners, who said that Angelina had checked into the hotel on October 29th with a man who was waiting in her car for him, for her. Okay. So they never just spoke to him. They just spoke to her. Yeah. So since this male was not seen with Angelina when she left, police decide to do a welfare check on the room that they'd been staying in. When they get to the room, they realize there's a bad smell coming from it, and Uh-oh. they are having a hard time getting the door open because it's being blocked by something. 
And since you said, uh-oh, I assume you know where this is going. I would assume. Sadly, that something turned out to be the body of Michael Pies. Wow. Michael had been shot twice in the head. And, With a pillow? And had a rolled up blanket over his head. Oh, okay. Also similar to the Sock Rapids crime scene, this crime scene wasn't in complete disarray, but looked completely, well, not completely, fairly normal. Never normal to find a dead body anywhere. But they said that Michael's ID and wallet were both found in the hotel room. It didn't look like there was a fight. It didn't look like there was a struggle. He was like off the side of the bed. Um, You know how like a lot of hotel rooms have like that little space between like the wall where the front window is and then the bed. Yeah. He was like crammed down there. Okay. And so then part of his body was just blocking the door. Got it. Yeah. So they were able to kind of like maneuver him out of the way and then were able to get into the room. How'd she... Huh? How'd she get out? I'm assuming that she... She's not... Doesn't look like a very big woman. Okay. So I'm assuming she just kind of like slipped past the door. I'm assuming it was his legs. I know this is that's like really not important. Right. But, <laughs> like but I also mind. I also thought that too. Um, I was like, but wait, how did she get out? Yeah. So I'm assuming that it was either that or she went through the window. Okay. Because in a motel, they're usually all, you know, they've got like a window right that goes right to the main floor of the ground. Yeah. So I'm assuming it was either she went out the window or she just like got around his legs. But I don't know that for a fact. So now the hunt is on for Angelina, but maybe not for what you think. Police weren't sure if she was being held captive by someone or if she was on the run. What would make them think that? Because when they called Michael's dad to let him know that Michael was dead, they found out that Michael and Angelina were addicted to pills. So like opiates and um, painkillers, muscle relaxers, stuff like that. Um, Juliana said that she remembered them with boxes of pills that they would take all the time. And Jim's sister also said that Angelina did not look well. So the next call that comes in, would you like to guess which state? Um, Illinois. Shockingly, South Dakota. Oh. I know. I thought that was so weird. So in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, a trucker calls police from a truck stop. According to the caller... He had been approached by a woman who asked him to help her load a 22 rifle. He'd refused because, like, that's a weird-ass thing for some random stranger to ask you to do. Yeah. And she had just, like, taken off. So when police arrive, Angelina is gone, but her GMC was still there abandoned. The trucker told police that she had been looking to get to Washington State and that after that she was looking to meet up with someone from her past who lived in Alaska. This someone was a former very serious partner that she had had who had asked her to marry him and she had panicked and refused and then he took off and then she took off and so he was planning on moving to Alaska no matter what, wanted her to come with and like start a family and she had been like absolutely not, no thank you and just like took off. Okay. So this kind of changes the tone for police. Now they don't think she's running from drug dealers which was one assumption or one theory that's the word i'm looking for um but she is instead hunting down and killing all of her exes okay so an officer comes across angelina on november 3rd around 2 a.m 
And when she questions Angelina, Angelina says that her name is Angel and that she doesn't have an ID or anything with her name on it. In the police body cam, she also tells the officer, quote, I'm being honest, end quote, which is like big red flag for I'm absolutely lying. Right. right. That's like when someone says, don't you trust me? Yeah. Immediately. You're like, fucking no, no I don't now. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely not. So unfortunately for Angelina, the officer finds some pill bottles in her purse and not only do those bottles say Angelina Amara, but she also has some under her maiden name as well. So Angelina denies that she was going to see her ex in Alaska. And the next morning when she's questioned by police at the Sioux Falls police station, she tells them a lovely story. Are you ready for this? Yeah. She tells police that she and Michael were going to go on a romantic getaway. They didn't know where they were going. There was no set location. They just kind of ended up in Ashland, Wisconsin. Very romantic. I've actually heard it's kind of a fun place to go. There's, okay. there's like a billboard that um, on the way from where I live to um, the town where mom's coworker lives. Uh-huh. That says like Ashland, Wisconsin, a place, great place for a girl's trip. Oh, that's funny. And, yeah. So now I'm like curious. I kind of want to like go because it's a great place for a girl's trip. Emily. I do love a good girl's trip. Right. So um, she then tells police that Hell's Angels had burst into the room, shot and killed Michael, but she was able to escape. Thank God. Yeah. God bless. She tells police that James knew the Hell's Angels and that he'd been threatening to have Michael killed. So, one of the really weird things, because you know, like how TV shows will like have the interviews and stuff. One of the things that happens in this police interview that just struck me as super weird was that Angelina forgets Michael's name. She says he he's like, I'm. This is not verbatim, but she basically says like. He said that he was going to have him killed by the Hells Angels and the officers like or the detective is like who said they were going to have who. And she said, oh, James said he was going to have. Um, and then the officer goes, Michael. And she's like, yeah, Michael killed. So it's like she's so caught up in this lie that she can't even remember her partner's name. Weird. Isn't that so weird? Yeah. So. She said that the threats had been going on for a long time because the two men hated one another. She said that Michael wanted her to stay away from Jim, but since they had a daughter together, she couldn't, and he made threats against her. So then she'd gone to stay with Jim because of the threats, but eventually got back with Michael. So police in Sioux Falls tell her that it is not possible or likely that James ordered the hit on Michael because he was dead, and she's like, are you kidding? What? I need a second. And, like, gets all, like, oh, I need, I just need a second. And it's, like, bitch, please. Um, basically, the officer said that she had teared up a little bit, but he really was, like, not buying her story. So then she admits that she wants to tell the truth, which, obviously, no one is surprised that the story she just told was not the truth. And she tells police that she had dropped off food for James like she always did after a night of drinking. But when she's talking to the police, she said that it was Burger King. Not a burrito. Not a burrito. And they did find wrappers from Burger King at the house. 
or the apartment. But when they asked, like, okay, how was he when you saw him? She's like, oh, he was totally fine. And they were like, okay. But she was like, he wasn't really answering, which is why I, like, tried to get the door open. And then he, I, like, never went in. And they were like, well, then how did you know he was, like, on the couch? And she's like, well, I opened the window and I put the food in on the window and I could see him sleeping on the couch. So I, like, put something. I put it on, like, a coffee table or something inside the window. Okay. <laughs> right. So, again, it doesn't even fucking make sense. No. Like, why would you not? If you've got the window open, why would you not just climb in and be like, dude, are you okay? Right. Like, especially if you know he just was on a bender last night, I would be like, oh, fuck, he choked on his puke. Or, you know, or something is wrong. He's unconscious from all the drinking. Yeah. So, um, she also told, okay, sorry. So, Angelina then claimed that when she'd gone back to Michael and he'd been like, where were you? She was like, well, I dropped food off for Jim and he got pissed and took off and when he came back he said that he had blown jim's head in so now she's blaming michael Uh uh-huh okay and she said but i didn't believe him and he was so angry that i was like hey let's go on a romantic getaway to just try and like appease him so they get to ashland and she claims that there's a fight and that she had wrestled the gun away from michael and had shot him by accident when she got pulled the gun away from him you know accidentally shot him two times in the head yeah <coughs> sorry excuse me um when police asked to her if she had checked on him after he'd been shot she said that she didn't even check to see if michael was alive didn't look for a pulse nothing like didn't call nine one. she just laid on the bed next to him and went to sleep no which is so gross i don't know how people could ever do that it's so gross like there's so much wrong with it so now, if you remember, when I described the crime scene earlier, I said that nothing was in disarray, so police clearly don't believe this story either, because if they had been fighting over the gun, yeah, more than likely you're going to be able to tell there was some sort of a ruckus. Right. Also, Michael was a fairly large man, and if Angelina had wrestled the gun away from him, there definitely would have been an evidence of the struggle. There definitely would have been evidence of a struggle. Um, so police ask her to walk them through the story again and she gets tripped up telling police that Michael had gone to kill Jim around five in the morning on Saturday but then she said that she went over there after that on Saturday to give Jim his food but it looked like he was fine so like it was very obvious when they walked in that he was not fine right so they were like no they also asked Angelina what happened with the gun because, like, she didn't have the gun anymore. They didn't find it in her truck. And she said that she wrapped it up in a blanket and got rid of it, but she couldn't tell them where she got rid of it until they showed her, like, a map. And she was like, oh, it's over here. And so they went and searched for it, and it wasn't over there. They never found the gun. No surprise. Right. So two weeks later, uh, an ev- Oh, my God. (laughs) Two weeks later, an investigator in Ashland gets a phone call from the prison and Angelina says she wants to talk. So he goes in and she admits that she killed James. She says that she was alone, climbed in through the window and shot and killed him. 
She also admits that she killed Michael after waiting until he, she, until he fell asleep after they had been drinking and she shot and killed him. Police ask why she did it. She refuses to tell them. So then she's brought back to Minnesota and is put on trial for Jim's murder. She pleads not guilty and her defense team attempts to get her confession from being played. Unfortunately for them, the, the judge does not allow that. And everyone sees her for the liar that she is. Okay. So, but before she's put on the stand, her lawyers inform the court that she would like to plead guilty. So like halfway through the trial, she just like changes her tune. And her daughter, Juliana, said that she believed it was because Angelina's mom had been sick with cancer and she had died that day. Mm. And she was like the only one that was supporting Angelina. So Angelina just like got her shit rocked basically and like lost the only person that was there fighting for her and believing in her. But we don't know that yeah. for a fact. Um, Angelina was given life without parole. In her plea deal, she was allowed to not give a reason for killing either James or Michael, and she does not have to go and stand trial or serve time in Wisconsin for Michael's murder. The family of the victims believe that one of her motives could have been keeping her children because both James and Michael realized her addiction to pills was becoming a huge problem. But then why leave her children? Exactly. Yeah. So they just think that could have been it um, because nobody knows, you know. And so keeping her kids was important to her and she didn't want to lose them. But if her two partners are realizing like she's not a safe place for my child to be, obviously they're going to fight her for custody. But we'll probably never know. So what do you think it could have been? Um, do you think she like, why do you think she did it? Do you think like just cold blood? Do you think addiction spiral? Do you think for her kids? Like I think addiction I think so too. Um, Unfortunately. I do too. Um, Because as we all know, addiction is not your fault. It's literally a disease. Yeah. But one that you can absolutely get help for if you want. For sure. Yeah. But Um, you have to want it, you know? I don't think the kids was, and I don't think obviously money wasn't a thing either. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. I'm going to have to go addiction. Yeah. And when, when um, he died, she and James were still married. Right. So, you know, it could have possibly been money, but it doesn't, it really didn't sound like it. Right. Cause it's like, she, not like she tried to collect any insurance money exactly. or anything. Yeah. Do you think she was going to Alaska to kill her other but, like long-term partner? I don't know. Or do you think she was just trying to disappear? Uh, could she have gone to Alaska to try to get to back together with that long-term partner? I mean... And she was eliminating, like, the two other people that would have been in her way, quote-unquote? Maybe. I don't know. It just, none of it makes sense. No, it doesn't. Right? Mean. It's just, like, this weird, chaotic, like, what the fuck? Yeah. So... Unfortunate. Yeah. It was... Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. So, um, my sources, mainly the Snapped episode. It was Snapped uh, Season 24, Episode 3. Um, and then... Uh, the Brainerd Dispatch and unknown com. Cool. Our socials are MW Madness Podcast on Instagram, and that is also our Gmail. And our Facebook group is Midwest Madness, Midwest Madness Podcast, the group on Facebook. Yes. Cool. Well, we hope you guys have 
a great rest of your day. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Have a <laughs> margarita and enjoy yourself. Um, I'm going to say have some chips and queso. queso. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and we will talk to you guys next Tuesday. Bye.